listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Tommy B, Nick B, Black Cat, and Monica. It's a lot of bees. All the bees. and thanks for joining us on the 189th episode of final girls horror cast the show where we discuss some of the horror thriller and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites i'm amy and i'm carly for this week's episode we spun the wheel o horror or wheel o movies what do we call it do we even have a name for it we don't <laughs> we spun the wheel that tells us the movies to watch it's the official name. That thing. The wheel that tells us the movies to watch. That's what we're calling it. I like it. We spun it once again and came up with two more movies to discuss this week, which were Vivarium and Winchester. As a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies, so continue at your own risk. Uh, Vivarium is up on Prime Video and Winchester is on Netflix. So if you feel like it. You don't have to, but you can watch those movies before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. Yeah, if you're really sensitive, but like for real, you're fine. You're good. You can for this one. You're fine, probably. (laughs) 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 But before we jump into today's films, let's get started with the segment that we like to call Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Books of Blood with a. With Ain, I've been drinking. I've been <laughs> people over here today. Um, Books of Blood with an October 7th release date. It's written and directed by Brandon Braga, uh, who previously directed TV shows such as Salem and The Orville. It's also written by Adam Simon and based on the books by Clive Barker. The IMDb summary is a journey into uncharted and forbidden territory through three tales tangled in space and time. Did I say that right? You nailed it. It really, because it felt like I was messing up at every turn. (laughs) No, you killed it. It was great. Thank you. Thanks. So this is, uh, this looks good. I think that this might be the first Hulu original that I've seen a trailer for that I'm like, ooh, I have to, I like, I really want to watch this. I mean, just that first scene alone is really the only one I really care about, and I'm into it. Same. (laughs) It's all I I need. I was like, oh, just give me the naked man in the room. I want the naked man in the (laughs) room. That didn't come out right. The naked (laughs) medium in the room makes it less creepy. Uh, you know, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm I'm into it. I'm into all of this. I think it looks great. I'm excited. Let's do this. It does feel very Clive Barkery. It does. I'm not sure. I think why. it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be fun too. Hang on, I gotta bang on my computer because it's being loud again. There it goes. <laughs> I don't know why that works, but it does. If the fan That's is so ever being funny. loud on your computer, you just smack it. It stops. Just. Give it a little smack. <laughs> Give it a little tap, tap, tap a and it's good <laughs> to go. Um, so I think it's a, it's interesting. It looks good. I'm going to watch it. I'm excited for October 7th to check out Books of Blood, honestly. Same Z's. So we have, is Bly Manor October 6th or is it the 9th? I thought it was I the 9th. I don't remember. I think it's the okay, 9th. Yeah. I was like, Do you I know confuse it's one of 6 those. and 9 often? <laughs> it's one of those loop-de-loops. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> good grief. No comment. Um, it's been a long I, day. I think this looks good. I like the it's it there's it's bloody. Yes. There's some Clive Barkery kind of gore. There was a yes. scene that was very reminiscent of like Hellraiser that we got a glimpse of. I'm super excited I'm to check this out on I'm the into it. I'm ready. Let's do this. Cancel my plans. I'm gonna be at home watching this. So I'm guessing it's like an anthology though. But usually anthologies Let's- have like five movies or five shorts. This one only has three. Yeah, connect, but they're tangled in space and time. Whatever so that it, means. Maybe they all intertwine somehow. All I picture is like Cat's Cradle. Someone playing Cat's Cradle. Cause I think of like vines. Just like it's the gonna be a weird episode. I'm just I'm head. already apologizing. I'm in a very weird headspace right now. It's not. It's a probably good gonna one. be like a short and also weird episode. It's gonna be a very short and weird one. Yes, for sure. You're welcome. It, I think it, our last episode was pretty long, so it's true. We'll balance it out. And our anniversary episode was super long. It was like two it hours was. long. Yeah. So we're due for a, a short one. That's fine. That's fair. <laughs> also, these movies uh, do not warrant long discussions as far as i really don't yeah i usually write a lot of notes i did not write a lot of notes it's never a good sign very few thoughts running through my head when watching these (laughs) movies like these are not these are not strong movies to have discussions about no no should we get into it but i think we should try yeah let's try what's our first film today carly we're gonna start with vivarium from 2019 uh, written and directed by Lorcan Finnegan, uh, who also did Foxes. And it was also written by Garrett Shanley. Uh, and the IMDb summary is, A young couple looking for the perfect home find themselves trapped in a mysterious labyrinth-like neighborhood of identical houses. So we were excited about this one. We watched a trailer for it. We got Imogene Poots, who we like. What does Al White call her? Pootie? Putin? Yeah. Po- poots? Poots? I hope not Putsy. Putsy <laughs> or Pootie. <laughs> it's like Pootsy or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. It's cute. Um, and Jesse Eisenberg, right? That's his name? Yes. Facts. And I, I, I mean, they're great. It's true. The acting is great. No problem with the acting. Um, they no did nothing wrong the, in this movie. And the characters are fine. Like, I'm actually kind of fine with the characters. Same. The writing's not even that. I don't know what it is about this movie, but it just does not work for me. Did you see Foxes? It's a short film. It's a short film that came out a few years ago. Um, I feel the same way about this movie as I do about Foxes. Very beautiful, but I'm not really sure what I'm watching. (laughs) Is it a horror movie? Is it? It's very indie feeling, so you're not really sure. It's it's not concentrated. I think that's the best way to put some of these indie movies is there's not enough. It's not concentrated enough. It's kind of watered down story wise. It's very beautiful to watch, but I'm not really feeling anything specific when I'm watching it. This this is a but why contender for next year? Because like, why? Why did anything in this movie need to happen? There was like nothing driving the story in any shape way or form every time that little kid opened his effing mouth i wanted to hurl things at my television well i think that's the point i, I hated think it 
I mean, that part, that part was effective, apparently, for you. I hated him. But it's like and the same thing with the Babadook. I know we, we've never, have we talked about the Babadook? I think we have. I don't remember. I think we did. <laughs> so. I think we did a Let's Make a Monster on it a while ago. See, I feel like we watched it, but I also could have sworn that we did Taking of Deborah Logan and we didn't. So like, I have no idea. I think we did a Let's Make a Monster <laughs> with Lizzie, like early, early days of the okay. Babadook. Uh, anyway, uh, it's kind of like the Babadook where it's like everyone hates that kid, but you're supposed supposed to be annoyed by the kid like the point is that you're annoyed by the kid and so like when you tell me like you want to hurl things at the tv because of that kid i don't think that's really a reason that the movie wasn't successful i think if anything that was probably one of the parts where the film was successful it wasn't his like the kid's character though like the character didn't bother me it was the tone of weird like but it's voiceover that they did for him and it like was the worst but it's supposed to be fine okay that's that an was, interesting that complaint because i think if anything that was the most successful part of the film it wasn't a complaint but it's okay. more like i i wanted to turn it off because sure. i didn't i didn't want to watch it anymore <laughs> like it, it, it was one of those things that i guess was so effective that like yeah, yeah. if if i didn't have to sit there and watch that whole movie yeah. for this podcast sure i wouldn't have watched the whole thing i would have been like yeah. you know what not for me I, I watched this movie when and quarantine first started, and uh, when it about the same time it came out uh, digitally, and um, I was really excited to watch it. I remember when we did our trailer trash talk on it, we were both excited about it because of the people in it. I was excited. It. It's very. I didn't watch it when it first came out because I knew we'd watch it for this. It just should have been short. It should have been a short film. It should have been a Twilight Zone episode. It should have been a something that was no longer than forty minutes. Um, I agree. If if that were the case, I think this would have been immensely successful. Um, Question. I, I yes. You and Tony are looking at houses, and someone sure. like Martin comes up to you. Are you following him to a, a location that is unknown? I mean, that's not how you buy a house in my world. But that's not my question. Okay. Are you following a stranger like Martin where you say, where are we going? And he just says, you can follow me. Mm. Are you following him? Um, I'm not following him. Well, I mean, I have gotten in a stranger to go look, gotten in a car with a stranger to go look at houses before. Yeah, but, but like they, they didn't tell creep you where me you're out going. the way Martin does. Martin did. <laughs> and they but were you, a real like, estate agent. I, hi- I hired not someone working at a house store. Is that what this that's- was? I don't know. And he's like the only one in there. It's yeah. like, uh, what? This Martin? is not how house purchasing goes, at least not in America. I don't, are they supposed yeah. to be in England or America? They're yeah. driving on the wrong side of the road, so they're yeah. in England. Yeah. yeah. And by the wrong side, I just mean the side opposite to what I'm the used side to. That we not don't the actually on. wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want to be one of those people that like, it's wrong because it's different than America. Uh, no, it's just, you know, different than what I'm used to. Um, so anyway... I I don't know how house purchasing goes in England or in in the UK in general. Uh but I'm I'm pretty sure it's not just like a storefront that you walk into and then some strange guy drives you to the middle of nowhere. I'm just guessing. I hope not. I'm just That's guessing weird. that's not how it works. Um but no, I mean, to that point, I mean, you are usually, if you're looking at houses with a real estate agent, they are driving you places or they're taking you places. 
that part you know where you're going you know the address you're not like oh i have i honestly there were several times i got in a car with my real estate agent had no idea where i was going really (laughs) yeah no i mean they tell me we're going to a house in this area but like i wouldn't know the address or anything ahead of time oh yeah oh yeah my grandma was a real estate agent and i remember going uh and helping her like set up houses and stuff like that but i think she always like would meet people at the places yeah i mean that's probably a thing too uh it's probably whatever you're comfortable with i don't think she was like forcing us to drive with her i think it was more like it was just easy we were all together and so she's like i can just drive and i was like okay cool like she's i like get in the car amy i mean she was uh, like a friend of a friend like she was she's not like a complete stranger like we had acquaintances so mm-hmm. it wasn't like i'm getting in the car with a complete stranger um but yeah no i don't think it's completely weird to follow follow them yeah totally but you i don't know you usually i feel like you usually know where you're going or like the general mm-hmm. idea of where you're going maybe i, don't, I didn't i don't I'd, think i'd ever follow someone without at least knowing kind of because like they didn't know if they were heading 10 minutes away or an hour and a half away but in general like there's not there's no real danger there like you can just if you're not comfortable with the situation you can just stop following them i just wasn't comfortable with martin i feel like jesse eisenberg had the right uh gut instinct on martin whereas imogen did not I think he was fine at the beginning. He didn't start to creep me out until they got there and he started like repeating things she was saying. No, because Martin Martin was like, oh, do you have a car? And Jesse was like, oh, damn, we don't. And then she was like, we do have a car. I know what you're saying. I'm just saying like, I didn't necessarily get creepy vibes from Martin until they were like already at the house. Oh, I thought he was super creepy. Because I think the second I saw him, I was like, would you ever follow Martin? (laughs) It's my note. It's actually the one note that I wrote about this movie. Yeah, I might. But once I saw that neighborhood, I might just be like, yeah, I'm good. And like turn around. All the green houses that look exactly the same. What do you think is happening? Like, where do you think they are? At I that have point? no idea. Okay. Because it's my theory that no they drove onto a spaceship. Because this movie doesn't make sense to me. It, it makes sense. It's just watered down story wise so it's not interesting enough as it should be it's so boring i feel like they drove onto like a spaceship or something or they were like abducted and brought to this other planet or something because basically they're just raising this child for this parasitic alien being i mean that's all that's all it is (laughs) she should have let jesse kill him I mean, they would have died either. They died either way. Exactly. So it doesn't really matter. They're not getting out. But they thought they would get out if they raced him. So That's why wouldn't they were you try? By the box. But why wouldn't you try? I mean, you're going to die either way. But they they would have died either way. So it didn't really make a difference. But I mean, story wise, it's better to see what, how it plays out. <laughs> <laughs> Is it though? I would have much preferred that they just <sighs> killed it. And then the I think movie, it's a really and then it was interesting over. story. I honestly think like the beginning of this is actually really interesting and fun to watch, up until the point where like once the baby is a little bit older, then I'm kind of out. Once he starts digging, I'm kind of out. But like up until the digging part, I'm into it. I'm into the story. I think it's fun to watch up until that point. 
because this kid is super creepy i think the kid the acting is so great and like the kid is super fucking creepy but it just gets to a point where they kind of run out of cards to play and it gets kind of monotonous and even when it starts to kick up a notch again it's like too late and i'm not that interested anymore yeah, I was watching it and literally like had 25 minutes left and I still was like I need to finish this tomorrow because I am just Did not you like the attention. beginning though or you were not into it at all? It was fine until the baby part. Once the baby part hit cuz I was like, "Oh, this is going to be interesting." Even though like I knew that they were getting a baby <laughs> cuz of the trailer. Um I feel like once he entered the realm i was just out like i could have just turned it off right then and been really you didn't find him creepy or anything all the like the repeating and following her and watching her in the bathroom and like having sex and stuff that wasn't all like creepy i felt he was annoying and i didn't care i didn't like i just didn't it did nothing for me all right I mean, that's fair. It didn't really do anything for me either, but I think it's a worthy attempt. I'd like to see more from the director. I think it's absolutely stunning to watch. Like, the, it's beautiful. The set design's kind of awesome. And uh, the acting's good. There's a lot of redeeming qualities here. I think the story just needed a little beefing up. Needed a little bit more action for me. But I think yeah. it's a good thought. It's a good idea. And... Uh, I don't know. I guess I didn't hate it as much as you did. I didn't like it. I didn't really want to rewatch it, to be honest, because this is my second watching. Um, but I, I definitely didn't hate it as much as you did. I didn't hate it. Hate's the wrong word. I just didn't like. I cared nothing for it. Like, I, it just did. It didn't do it. Like, that's. I guess the best way to describe it is it really didn't do anything for me. Well, sure. Well, sure. But that's like, it. I don't know. I thought I will the never, I'll, like I'll never watch it again. I think Jesse Eisenberg's character kind of just started making me mad he just disappeared so like there well, was just died, a really but yeah well no before that before that he just disappeared into the hole digging sure and then he found sure. like the body or whatever and it, it just and then it was like trying to focus on imogen and the kid and that like wasn't working for me and uh, i don't know and then like obviously before he dies they like have a moment i don't know i was just it was very hard for me to pay attention to this movie. It had trouble committing to things. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, a worthy attempt, though. I think there's a future for Lork and Finnegan. I just think that maybe this was not enough. So maybe, maybe in their next film. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> next. All right. What is next? Oh, I have to do it? I was like, do you want me to do it? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I can do it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, Winchester from 2018, written and directed by Michael and Peter Spierig, also written by Tom Vaughn. The IMDb summary is ensconced, ensconced, sorry, ensconced in her sprawling San Jose, California mansion, eccentric firearm heiress Sarah Winchester... Uh, believe she is haunted by the souls of people killed by the Winchester repeating rifle. So, this was my first viewing, and yours as well, I'm guessing. Yes. The first of my... No. Yeah, this was probably number one for the year for me. Okay. Um, 
No, can can I just say sure. this movie you can say whatever you want. Your podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the uh, the permission. Yeah, anytime. This movie had promise. Sure. I feel like. Yeah. So much promise. It's beautiful. There's the set something design, good about it. Yeah. But the there's not design, enough good about it. Exactly. The yeah. set design is gorgeous. Yep. Helen Mirren is gorgeous and the amazing acting, and brilliant. The Jason acting Clark. is fantastic in this movie. Like, yes. it's really good. Yeah. The, and they could have, the script, the house, it's, there's so much there. Yeah. I was, I've watched so many, like, Unsolved Mysteries and the Travel Channels had stuff on this house. There's mm-hmm. so much lore and and even just facts around this woman that could have been so interesting that just this movie missed the mark and was weird with like I don't know, like the CGI moments were really strange. Yeah. It yep. really bummed me out because this was something that I should be so excited about and should be right up my alley. And for it to have missed the mark as much as it did, like, it's such a bummer to me. Yeah, but there is something redeeming about it. Like, there's redeeming moments, but none of them are horror moments. Yes. Like, the horror is completely not going to work for anyone who's an actual horror fan. Um but the acting's good. The set design's good. Mm-hmm. The story is is not awful. No, uh, and they they got a lot right. Uh, yes. I mean, I don't know a lot about the uh, about Win- Winchester or Sarah Winchester, but the, what I do know it was correct. A lot of it was correct. Yes, uh, so even some of the design in the rooms. Like, they explained little nuances about the mm-hmm. rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, they explained a lot of things that are like guesses. You know. Yes, I liked that about it. I it was it was fairly well researched, I think, um, and I liked that about it. I think the what it completely fucked up was the horror aspect, the ghost telling aspect um, was completely just did not work. Um, so I don't know. I know we've done movies with Michael and Peter Spirit before, but I don't remember what movies they were. Do you off the top? I can look it up. I don't. I don't know why I didn't write them down. I usually do. I'm distracted today. Um, but I'll look it up. But anyway, I, 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 there's just something that's not hitting horror wise because there's a lot of other redeeming things. I, I would say this is not a good movie, but it's not the worst movie you'll watch this year, probably, if you watch it. No, it's not. <laughs> there are far worse movies out there, and this movie is beautiful. It's super gorgeous. It was better than I thought it would be, to Same. be honest. I was expecting a complete train wreck. I was expecting something completely unwatchable. It was not. It was not unwatchable. There are redeeming things here. So Michael Spierig did Jigsaw... Daybreakers. Yeah. I think that's it, really. Not a lot. Not a lot of other things. Okay. A lot of, like, bigger production movies that maybe still just weren't that popular, and I guess that kind of fa- that falls in line with this. Yeah. Yeah. So, maybe they just need a good writer. I don't even think directing-wise it's, it's 
it's fine. Like there's, I can't, I don't have any faults with the directing. The pacing's actually not mm-hmm. bad either. I, I, it's, it's really just that the scary part isn't scary. And it's the <sighs> CGI is like boring. Like there was a lot of promise. They could have done a lot of things that they just, they went the wrong this way This movie would it. have benefited way more from practical effects. Oh my god, the practical effects. If they had Ugh. some like insidious style, like ghosty, like yes. mist and stuff, like that would have some been great. practical effects, some weird camera angles that like keep you guessing. Mm-hmm. This movie would have Throw been some crazy colors in there. Yes. So much better. Yeah. It had it had a lot yeah. of promise. It really, really, really did. And the house itself is just yeah. so interesting. Um and oh my god, I loved the wide shots and like him sneaking out of his room and climbing mm-hmm. on the rooftop. Like there was some really cool, cool stuff yeah. and cool moments. And even there, back and forth yeah. together, I feel like the end was like a weird. What did it remind me of? With people getting like thrown around for no reason and like, um, I don't know why, but I'm thinking of dead silence for some. Maybe it's because like she keeps she mm-hmm. walks around in like the black lace or whatever. A little um, bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure, just things like that. They're like fun movies, but I feel like this this could have been this could have been so good. <laughs> I th- I feel like the movie started too late in the story. I can agree with that. Like, how cool would it have been to see Sarah Winchester deciding to move to San Jose and deciding to build this house? I mean, even if there's a a stupid montage to get us up to date, like, it still would have been cool. Her meeting the medium, her getting into this part of the story, and then halfway through, have it be an issue that the Winchester people want to check in and make sure she's okay because she's acting kind of crazy like like have that be a halfway point i don't need this dude jumping in in the middle of everything uh i mean he could have been more of a side character that came around later i'm more interested in sarah's story and i feel like it's more from this other doctor's point of view and he's not even a real person that existed so i care less about him Totally. I totally agree with you. Um, and it, you know what it felt like? Now I, I remember what I was thinking of um, is uh, mm. from hell. Like with the doctor with like the drug addiction and he's like trying to figure out what's going on. But he's like a part of the story now. Okay. That's kind of what, okay. what it made me think of. I was getting more of a, um, oh, the awakening. That ghost, I love The Awakening. I don't, no one talks about The Awakening, and I think we should always talk about The Awakening when we talk about ghost story movies, because that's a really good one. And that's one of the things, you know, where the skeptic comes in and is trying to prove it wrong, and then is, you know, turns turns around and realizes that it's real, or whatever. There's There's some of that going on here, too. Yeah. I just love that, like... I don't know, like this story is just like so interesting that this like single woman moved to this huge house and just like constantly kept this place in con- like in under construction until she died in 1922. Like 
it's just so fascinating and beautiful and crazy. It is fascinating. I want to go visit the house. Let's go uh, on a road trip. It's open right now. I've literally wanted to go to this house since I was a kid. Like, Let's do I it. would love to. Road trip. What else are we doing? Final girl road trip. Final girl road trip. I'm down. Going to the Winchester house. Yes, please. They, you know, they like spook it up for Halloween too. They do ghost tours. Yeah. Sign us up. Well, they don't now because yeah. of COVID, ghosts but. don't like COVID either. <laughs> ghosts do not like COVID, but you can walk around throughout the house. I wonder how it seems like they opened up a decent amount of the house. I know there was a fire. There was. And so they lost like two stories, but it's still a three story house. Yeah. This is like still pretty big. Still looks humongous to me. It's so it's hum it is. It is humongous. Correct yeah. terminology. And I know like none of the furniture or whatever is original. It's like all brought in, but I'm still down to go check out. I just want to check out the the weird staircases and just get lost. That was always in the my maze favorite. that is this house. Like the door to yeah. nowhere and then the stairs that don't go anywhere. Isn't it like there's like 13 bathrooms, but only like one of them is working? Probably. <laughs> like, because like she built she it to like confuse the ghosts. So it was yeah, just like a huge puzzle and a weird maze. And there's the room that starts normal and then gets smaller, but like perspective. Yeah. It's just so interesting and fascinating. And I love it. It's very fascinating. But I liked, I mean, I thought that the story they came up with in the movie to why she did these things was interesting. Like I thought it was interesting. She's trying to rebuild these rooms where these ghosts died and like letting them retell their stories and um i mean it's it's interesting enough uh, story-wise in that respect yeah i think i don't know i thought there were a lot of really good ideas here it sucks that it didn't work out right there were and i think that's why it's such a bummer is because yeah. like this again could have been great it could have been so great I mean, I've seen so many bad ghost movies. We've both seen we, yes. so many bad ghost movies. This one is not that. No. It's really not. It's not at all. It's definitely was, watchable. It's very watchable. It's not good, but it's almost good. And that's good enough sometimes. It's true. Fact. <laughs> I wish it was scarier. I just like the thing that kind they of... should have given this movie to Mike Flanagan. Ooh. Let's be real. Oh, yes, please. Can we get a he do would over? He killed it. He could have killed it. Netflix, please remake this movie and give it to Mike Flanagan. Oh, that would have been great. Um, the thing that makes me that like bugged me the most at the beginning was the uh, the mirror scene where like the mirror kept moving into the chair. Yeah, yeah. and like that could have just been a person. <laughs> Why did it have it's to like be an a early two thousand ghost. ghost movie trick? Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it just wasn't. I didn't find it scary at all. No. I was like, kept waiting for a jump scare or something. It was it just yeah. did not. It never came. Not, no, never happened. It never came. Bummer. And I even like the idea that like he's seeing ghosts, and he thought that this guy was like part of her staff, but like, nope, he's a ghost that's trying to kill you. But then you find out about that later. Like, I like, there's so many things that are good there's and there are really fun. good ideas here. Yeah. 100%. It's a collection of good ideas that don't <laughs> that, work. Yeah, that aren't <laughs> executed that great. Some of them are even executed well. I don't, it's just, the, it's That's just true. not scary. They forgot yeah. to make it scary. Yeah. Make it scary. PG-13? What are you doing? 
Yeah, and it had like a 13 ghost thing where you lock the ghosts behind the doors. With the 13 nails. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <sighs> At least there was no bolted headed or oh, breasty ghosts like... <laughs> Did you say rusty ghost? I said breasty. <laughs> oh, but I thought yeah. you said rusty ghost. I was like, okay. Rusty and breasty. Both. Oh, man. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I mean, it was kind of good because I yeah. was really dreading watching it. And there was some very, re- there was some good redeeming qualities there. There were, for sure. All right. Too bad it didn't work out. Good attempt, though. Very good attempt. Bravo. Keep trying, Mikey and Petey. Yeah. We'll get the next one. Get the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, that's all I really have for these movies. They're not very easy to talk about. Meaty. They're not meaty. No, not at all. I kept trying to come up with things. It's just not easy to write about not even like good store not even like good notes like there's nothing there's nothing i could do Uh, (laughs) i guess i didn't even look at my notes um so let's just talk about what's going on with us then do you have anything interesting to talk about over there not really i mean halloween's coming do you have any halloween plans i have all the halloween plans covid covid friendly halloween plans of course i do all the drive-through haunted houses um, What's a drive? Th- oh, I need to hear about this. What is a drive-through haunted house? Please, I don't I haven't done it yet. I've I've bought tickets to three of them, I think, but they're doing three. In- what three? Yeah, in Halloween at in Halloween in Halloween Town <laughs> in L.A. Uh, everything that's usually a physical haunted house has now been. Altered into a drive-through haunted house. I might be able to get behind that. Yeah. So you're going to be in your car, driving through spooky scenes. Then there's like a movie portion. So like you stop and like watch the scene play out and then you keep driving. I did a thing today at the Gentle Barn that was kind of like drive-through and trick-or-treating kind of thing. You need to explain to people what a Gentle Barn is because I didn't know and I was very confused when you're talking about Gentle Barns. Um, uh, Gentle Barn is in Santa Clarita here in California and they rescue farm animals and abused animals from, you know, really terrible, awful situations and take care of them and let them live their lives happy and free and well-fed, etc. So it's great and adorable. And they have a haunted house there. With the haunted animals. Yeah, with the haunted animals. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they're doing that later in October, but we got to see kind of, it was like a a kid-friendly version, I guess, uh, with, with again, trick-or-treating. So like I went trick-or-treating today and it was like a lot of fun. See, I feel like I've never heard of this haunted drive-through thing, but I feel like this is the kind of haunting for me. Because no one can touch me, which is something mm-hmm. I'm always very concerned about at haunted houses. Yeah. No one can get in my face. Yeah. And no one's going to want to get in front of me because I could certainly run them over. Exactly. So this is my kind of thing. No, I'm really excited to see I should the first see one. if there's some in San Diego so I can go to a haunted drive-thru. I'm going to something this Thursday, but I don't remember what it is. I, 
I literally feel like the second all of these things went on sale, I was like, scoop up the tickets. And now I just, I don't remember when anything It's too many things, though. It's a lot of things. It is. It's like, it's way too many. But it'll be so fun. And October is going to be a blasty blast. See, I'm excited because there's a lot of roller skating events in Halloween on Halloween time. And there's like, there's one where you skate through Balboa Park dressed as a witch with all the other skaters. I'm very excited. Oh, that's so fun. I want to... I'm, Are you going to be well enough? Well, I'm skating a little bit right now with my oh, brace Jesus. on. <laughs> um, I skated through my bedroom yesterday. Please be careful. I did some frontwards and backwards skating in my bedroom, a couple turns. Um, I'm fine. I mean, it's fine to do that. I have my brace on, so I can't like re-injure my, my ankle when I have my brace on. It's fine. Doctor okay, said it was fine. Doctor okay, said. Okay, good. You got permission. Doctor said as long as I have my brace on, I can skate. And so I can skate. Um, I don't know that I'll be able to skate for a very long time because I was doing like 15, 20 minute spurts yesterday. Um, but I would love in a couple weeks to dress up like a witch and skate around with a bunch of other skatey witches. <laughs> I even have, so fun. I even have a, a sticker on my helmet that's a skate witch on it and it has like a pentagram but it's made with with roller skates oh <laughs> that's cool. so cute yeah, i want a skate witch i want to be a skate witch so um yeah that's something i'm looking forward to in october but i'm really interested in looking into this drive-through horror haunted house thing so you I'm should to, definitely i'm gonna have to look it up because that do it i can get behind that I just don't want to go through an enclosed space with like people there, but no one's getting in my car, you know, like I'm cool with that, you know, it's going to be, I'm excited. (sighs) If only Horror Nights was still, was, was switched up to a drive-thru thing, my Halloween season would be complete. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be kind of like, how do they, I don't know how they're going to do it. I'm afraid they're like, what if someone gets scared and accidentally hits a person? Like, (laughs) well. I think that's why when this like the scenes are played out, like you're stopped. Sure, sure, that makes sense. Because obviously, like you want the person driving to be able to like enjoy see it. what's going on too. Yeah yeah, 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 that makes sense. That makes sense. I can get behind that. I- and like the, oh, I think this is, um, I forget what it's called, the haunted hayride. Yeah, I have I have tickets to that thing too, and nice. the it's again like a bunch of the different scenes, but then there's like. A, a movie kind of thing right. where there's like a huge like 70 foot screen and there's like different tiers nice. so like wherever you, what tier you purchase is like based on where your car is parked Fun. so like the front like the vip tiers and then like are like probably super spooky there's probably like actors that come up and like jump scare you in your car like for the first few True. and then like at the back you probably don't get that but i mean i don't know so it's gonna be like it's going to be fun because this is like brand new. It's true. It's all new. It's all new. I'm excited to see what people come up with. Sure. I'm doing, a, I'm also planning um, Halloween uh, movie night at my house. We have a little patio theater we set up. So we're going to be playing double features um, three weeks, uh, a night each week for three weeks at my I patio. I invited you. I know you want to come. Thank you. So I like already kind of picked the movies and everything. So I'm excited about that. Try to pick that'll be super horror or Halloween themed movies, but they're not all Halloween themed. But 
Oh gosh, 31 days of Halloween starts like on Friday. Are you going to do it? I'm going to, yeah, you I try to do it every you're year. You're going to do it every year. I say I try to do it every year. Yeah. I usually get two weeks in and then I falter and then I end the month. Strong. See, I'm going <laughs> to so. do, I feel like I'm going to do 31 days of Halloween, but Amy style. So it's What's not, that? they're not all going to be movies. They'll be like, not every night I want to watch a movie. So like I'll do a Halloween themed show or something okay. every night. So I'll definitely, I, like I have that. like, I have like a really soft spot in my heart for all the Halloween Roseanne episodes. So I have like <laughs> a DVD of all, it's just, I have a DVD and it's literally every Halloween Roseanne episode in existence. So I love watching that. Um, I'll also watch like Treehouse of Terror because Simpsons. And, you know, like, I'll watch, like, some of the Halloween cooking, baking competitions. There's always a bunch of those. So, like, I'll watch something Halloween-themed, and then I'll watch some movies. But I don't think, and I I can commit to that, but I don't think I want to commit to watching a horror movie every night. I feel like, worst case scenario, I can just, like, turn on Freeform, because they have 31 Days of Halloween. And they've got some, like, really solid movies that they're playing. What about, like, Halloween Town? Does that count? Like, does yeah, it have totally to be horror? Does. Okay. I, I mean... Not you, like street... I mean, there's different levels of horror, right? Like... You think Halloween like, Town con- <laughs> Not as horror, okay. but like... You know what I mean? It's like a Halloween movie. Sure, It's, it's sure. not 31 days of horror. Right. It's 31 days of Halloween. That's true. That works. It's like Hocus po- Pocus counts. Exactly. Yeah, that totally counts. Okay. Cool. All right. I'm gonna... I'll co- I can commit to that. I'll commit to that phenomenal all right um what else what are you watching right now criminal minds still watching criminal minds and that's it like nothing else i've literally just lost the will to watch things oh i started watching um i watched the first two episodes of that new show on hbo the like the murders at white something the murders at the white house i'm making murders at the white house i sorry wow it's kind of called that though i wasn't too far (laughs) off it's it's called the uh the murders at white house farm okay and it's a new show that's on hbo um there's six episodes of it and there was like a murder that took place in the 80s i think okay um, where like everybody in the house was shot and killed. It was kind of staged to look like a suicide. And the cops that came in, at least this is just based off of the first two episodes that I've watched. Um, cause I've tried not to look at the actual story. Sure. Um, the cops tried to just make it like open and close suicide case. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was like one of the, cops is like this doesn't make sense and then the other cop is like we're being watched like just don't challenge me and then the family is like i really don't think that she did this and now they're like it's the point in the series where they're starting to like look at other suspects but it's uh it's been good so far i'm excited to continue have you seen raised by wolves i have everyone's talking about it i don't even know what it's about i need to check it out it's been on my list. Um, I don't know if they released all the episodes. I've been really bad at keeping up on weekly. Yeah, you mentioned uh, that releases. last week. Yeah, yeah, so I think it's like one of those. It, it's probably one of those series I'm going to need to wait till everything's out. Sure. And then I'll just like bang it out in a weekend. Cool. 
I watched, um, I binged uh, the last season of The Good Place, which was just added to Netflix. Oh, I need to do that. Thank you for telling me. Oh my God. I watched it in 24 hours and I cried the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cry too. You're going to cry so much. Oh, good grief. But it's good. It's good crying. It's not. I need it. Yeah. It's therapeutic. It's really good. It ends. The last season is really. They do a great job and it ends the perfect way. But it's still like a little heart wrenching. (laughs) I'm going to watch it again, probably. I'm going to watch it. I might revisit the season before. Yeah. They do a little refresher right before, too, which is helpful. So as long as it hasn't been a really, really long time, you probably remember it all. Cool. Um, And that's it. I mean, I just really love The Good Place. (laughs) It's so good. And the British baking show is is back, but that's, you know, Mm -hmm. one episode a week, which is, you know, like you said, difficult. But I did watch the first episode. It was great. They're always great. And you're like, I'm going to watch this every week. And then you're like, just kidding. (laughs) But it's good to wait. You know, Tony likes that one, too. So that's extra fun for me because I always watch all these cooking and baking shows. And Tony is not as into it as I am. Um, But with he loves the British baking show. There's just something about it that just warms your heart. It's the guy. It's the guy with the long, dark hair. He just makes me so happy. He's so great. I don't know his name. I should know his name. I don't. Okay. Are we ready to spin this wheel? We're spinning it again, right? We didn't learn our lesson. We're doing this again. No, we're we're spinning it, and I've got just watch open, so we're going to. Okay. All right, here I go. I'm going to turn my volume up so you can hear it. Ready? And here we go. Pet Cemetery 2019. I think that one's on Prime, right? Or is it Hulu? Oh, girl, you tell me. We'll find out in one sec, guys. <laughs> oh, it's on both. I win. Hulu? I win right. the lottery. Bingo. Okay. <laughs> it's on Prime Video and Hulu. Okay, here we go. I'm hit spinning again. <gasps> the Messengers. Wait, which one? From 2007? Yeah, I think so. Like the one with Kristen Stewart? Yeah, I think so. Amazing. Double Amazing. double check. I'll, it is. Okay. <laughs> it's on Prime Video. Okay. Phenomenal. Oh, what are we doing again? I forgot. <laughs> We're doing Pet Cemetery, okay. streaming on Prime Video and Hulu, and The Messengers that is streaming on Prime Video. All right. The Messengers from 2007. I can get behind this. I haven't I'm rewatched stoked. Pet Cemetery since I saw it in theaters. Same. So I, I could I could do that. And I don't oh, um, I barely remember the messengers. I don't really remember what it's about. I just remember. OK, so it's also streaming on Pluto TV. Okay. If you don't have Prime. Okay. Um, I just remember they have a really cute relationship and being like, that's like how me and my brother. We love each other. Aww, sweet. <laughs> but I remember when watching that movie. Very nice. OK. Yeah. I think that's all I got. Same Z. Right. Well, it's a short one this week. That's okay. We've had a lot of long episodes, so we have. We're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Bye. Oh, God. I don't know what's wrong with my voice. It was beautiful. Perfection. No. no.